It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I think they all, every single one of them rides better than I ever did. And I can probably start taking some advice from them if I wanted to get back at it. Do you, wait, wait, if? Is, is, wait, is, is, there, is there something coming out here? Are we gonna... <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I didn't mean you. <laughs> so we're not, that's a definite, a hard no. Hard, hard no. <laughs> and if it comes from that seat, it's a definite hard no. Live from the NFR. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, catch up on all the old episodes, and check out the latest. You're going to like it. Welcome to the Luke Branquino Show here at the Convention Center down just below these wonderful escalators. Come on down if you can hear my voice, because this is where it's happening. Don't go upstairs to Anthony Lucia. He's a look-alike Luke Branquino. It's just he's not that cool as us, and he doesn't have near as cool of guests. So if you're in the Convention Center or watching Cowboy Channel Plus app, I hope you enjoy the show. The guests today, I actually had two surprise guests that showed up, but the main one today, Cody Wright, two-time world champion, saddle bronc rider, 13-time NFR qualifier, and pro rodeo hall of famer. We were inducted in the same class, and such an honor to be in that class with him, his wife, Cherie, and my wife, Lindsay. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you for having us. <laughs> and I know, Cody, when I asked, I said, do you think, you think Cherie come on? And you're like, oh, yeah, she'll come on for sure. She's going to be a chatterbox. <laughs> we'll show him. I hope I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought Lindsay on because I know that it can be an uncomfortable situation at times having to talk. And she has been doing an amazing job. She had you on the companion pass, which I had listened to. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this was an amazing story. You know, your guys' life story of rodeoing. But we're going to get into that here in a little bit. Let's address the elephant in the room. Stetson having to withdraw from the national finals um, because of injury. Man, talking to that kid, he is so impressive as an athlete in the arena, but as a young man, you guys have done an amazing job with him and just the way he looks at life and says, you know what, I'm going to go get this fixed and I will be back. Yeah, I'm I'm super proud of him. He's, you know, he... He did everything he could leading up to this to try to come here and, um, you know, accomplish another dream of his, you know, is to win the Triple Crown. And, and you know, that was probably the biggest letdown. And um, it was actually um, a huge relief to me to see him be able to say, I can't do it. 
Well, but, and, yeah, and as a parent, especially, and not to interrupt you, but as a parent, and, and when I talk to him, you know, hey, you're, you don't get bucked off, and when you do get off of your livestock, you get off graceful. And when you're hurt like that, it's hard to do that, and you could injure yourself somewhere else. So as a parent, I bet, like you said, you were relieved to say, okay, he understands that there's a bigger, there's bigger picture. Right, and I, I told him, I said, you know what, uh, when, you, when you're calling over the back of that horse, what r- reminds me of is the guy on, on uh, Kevin Costner on Dances with Wolves when he gets on the back of that horse and runs through the the front of them shooting soldiers. That's, that's exactly what I feel like when he was crawling over the back on, the, on them horses because I knew what he was dealing with. He was trying to be so positive and optimistic. And honestly, he would never, he never said, I'm, I'm hurt. He just, uh, it, I'm okay. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And, you know, I, I know him and I watched him run. I, you know, he, I, I, <laughs> he didn't have to say, I, right. I kind of knew, but. Well, and, and we talked about the camera shot there after, you know, getting off that bronc. And as a mom, that had to really, really hit home for you, you know, to see the emotion coming from such a tough young man and say, you know what, now I think we know that, I think we know where we're headed with this. Well, and I didn't see that from the stands, but it was sent to me on my phone, and it was crushing. It, yeah, it made me, it broke my heart, but it also showed Stetson is human. Right. You know, people think these athletes are, they don't get hurt, or they're faking, or, but yeah, it was, that was tough to see. Yeah, and, and you got to experience that with me, um, you know, my injuries and coming home and getting emotional and, and knowing, knowing where we want to be, but you're not able to be there. Well, I think a lot of the time it's not uh, so much the physical aspect of it that is the hardest part to deal with when it comes to injuries and rodeo. It's the not getting, being able to compete, not getting to do what you love. And then I'm sure here it's like you work all year long to make it to the finals. Like you said, he had big goals and big dreams for what this year was going to mean for him. And just the, I don't want to say disappointment or just let down of knowing that this is not going to be that year. I think that that's sometimes the hardest part because you've put in so many, you know, months and miles just to get here. And then for that to have been here, I think has got to be extremely difficult. Well, I mean, obviously his season doesn't end on a negative note. He's going to win the all around championship, which unbelievable year that he had, um, where he was, you know, there's nobody that could touch him for the next five years, you know, if they tried to win that much. Um, so that's pretty awesome. But also you have another gold buckle that is, you know, you guys could potentially get in the bronc riding with uh, Ryder. So, I mean, again, you got the bittersweetness of uh, Stetson is out, but we still have another opportunity. Right. You know, um, we're super excited for, for Ryder. He, he's... <laughs> Uh, he, he's always been silently there, it, you know, even, you know, he's just kind of quietly always. <laughs> he, he's our quiet warrior. That's what yeah, I said. That's he's it. a quiet warrior. Yeah. Well, and it's hard because you're so extremely brokenhearted for Stetson and so proud and happy for, for Ryder. So your emotions are just roller coasters all week. <laughs> 
Well, and then you had another injury with Rusty this year, you know, having to have surgery and, and all that. So, I mean, it's obviously in our game and our sport, that's just part of it. And um, one thing about it, we have some of the greatest doctors and some of the strongest support crew as far as Justin Sports Medicine um, to help these contestants. And I know talking to Tandy and I know Stetson has, he's going to try to direct him in the best possible direction. Um, you know, and when I did talk to Stetson, it is the injury he has is the same exact injury I did in 2021 that for me, I was, you know, 43 years old. So I knew that my, my career was pretty much on the, it was, it was over. But for him, they've, they've put, well, Nate Justice, they put him back together and they didn't think Nate would be able to come back and fight bulls with that injury. And we see him at the national finals rodeo this year, still fighting bulls. So the, the surgeons that they put us in contact with, you know, I think that speaks volumes um, just about our sport and the medical staff and, and everybody that is there to, to make sure we get back at 100%. Yeah, yes, it is. You would have a huge um, support team in, in rodeo the, from the doctors. And, you know, I was telling Shri how grateful I was of all the support that we have from, we have a, a doctor, he's not in the sports medicine, but, I mean, we can call him anytime. You're four months out getting into him, but he'll drop everything slight, uh, you know, to put somebody back together or give them a peace of mind or tell you you're a big wimp. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you need, he's there to uh, help you. We, Yeah, and that, you know, Lindsay got to experience different doctors that I got to go to, my my in-home nurse, and uh, I really appreciate that. You were the best nurse ever, especially that outfit you would wear sometimes. That was amazing. <laughs> but now I'm going to do a little sales pitch. If you guys are watching and want to watch some previous episodes, go to my YouTube channel, YouTube page. Make sure you like and subscribe. If you do subscribe, that means I get to make some money, and I really like to make money since I don't steer wrestle anymore. And um, anyway... Like, subscribe, YouTube, check out all the podcasts we have, and also my wife's podcast, Companion Pass, which we had Sheree on, and again, that was that was a great episode, and um, just amazing story, and now, Cody, I want to start with you, you know, your career in, in bronc riding, and listening to you talk at the Hall of Fame uh, ceremony, and finding uh, your dad's old rigging bag, and kind of wanting to carry on what he started you know, let's talk about that because a lot of people don't know that story of finding that bag in the attic. Yeah, that was that was kind of this. I always watched rodeo and everything, but Dad never really said anything about rodeo and you know to me. And you know, and then I find this, and then I'm you know I was full of questions, and and I don't. <laughs> how old were How old were you when you found that bag? I was probably an eighth grader. Oh wow, and that's yeah. kind of when you jumped right into it, then. Yeah, I, and I, you know, he roped, and you know, we ranched. Did he had a dryland wheat farm, and you know, I, we had cows, and you know, the whole farm life, the whole whole time. But he just never really said too much, you know, until I he wasn't too full of stories, and and I didn't ask, and I just. <laughs> but anyhow, and he, when I found. That I kind of got curious and asked, and then I started high school rodeoing and uh, just kind of continued from there. I, I guess I had a fairly successful high school career, and and then I got married, and 
I was I wanted to go to college. I signed to go to Weber State right out of high school, and I I got married, and I I wasn't. I signed on, but then I decided, oh, I don't know if I can afford to go to college. So I want, and I'd already signed a letter of intent, and so I, um, and I don't know if the guy would have held me to it, but you're not supposed you, they can right. not let you go for a couple years. Well, I just went home and worked for two years, and and I kind of, I wasn't getting where I wanted to go. I was right. pouring concrete and you know helping my dad and. And I wanted to go rodeoing, and I thought that I was going to, I was kind of doing some PRCA rodeos on my permit, and one day I just come home in the middle of summer, maybe August, (laughs) and I told Sri, I says, we're going, I'm going to college, we're going to CSI. I wanted to go, you know, where Sean Sean Davis, Davis, you know, he was a three-time world champion saddle bronc rider, and um that's what I love doing the most. I I did ride barebacks, bulls. I team rope, bulldogged, all those things. I even believe it or not, through. he was a steer wrestler. <laughs> I could see it. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. I I had to learn the half Nelson to get most of them down. <laughs> I will say, back then we used to run some big steers too. Back in our day, a lot bigger than what they run now. <laughs> but I, and I did all those things until I was done with. Because I told Sean I would, and uh, I once I started on the rodeo trail, I just rode saddled wrong courses. I had a family and figured my career would not be the longest that it could be. Hopefully, riding Bronx. Well, well it's obvious it was it was a long career and a successful one. But I do want to go back to you riding bulls. I mean. Three, was that something that, you know, you're like, you need to stick with that. You're good at it. Or you're like, no, let's get rid of, throw that bull rope I, I've away. I've never been a fan of the bulls. I'm still not. <laughs> I tried to get Stetson to just focus on the bronc riding and the other boys. They, they all did it. And then Statler, we just said no. He would get on some without telling us, but, right. but not in high school. And bareback riding, I mean, obviously that to me is one of the most grueling rodeo events and obviously you won the all around in high school was that one of your main events or was it just kind of an event to get points at or did you enjoy it who would enjoy it i don't understand uh, i i didn't never really enjoy it it always <laughs> amazing what cowboys will do for some points <laughs> right exactly i thought it always it hurt even when you did it right <laughs> i remember setting up my bareback rigging with cody demers in in college and I'd say, does it hurt? No, what well, ain't right then? <laughs> <laughs> so get to college there at uh, CSI. Sean Davis obviously seen the potential you had way before you even got there. Um, you know, and that was something when you know, listening to um, your guys' podcast together, that was something where it's like you packed the family up and went straight up to uh, Twin Falls, right? Is it Twin Falls? Yeah. Um, right. You just said, uh, we're going. Yeah, I just said, uh, I mean, the, the road that I was headed down wasn't the one I wanted, and I just... He went up in a truck and camper shell and slept in the camper shell. Man. We didn't have a house. We didn't come up then, but he, he slept in the camper shell for a couple of weeks, showered at the expo center until he found us a place to live. 
Wow. Yeah. And had the two boys at that time, uh, Rusty and Ryder, right? Yeah. So they got to they got to experience the rodeo life at a young age then. <laughs> and did you guys go to the college rodeos with them too, or? No, we didn't go very many. Not very many. We'd just stay and and then he would go. I got you. Who who were you rodeoing with at that, that time? Cody Demers was somebody you was rodeoing with, right? Yeah, Cody was the the only guy I really traveled with when I went to college. He was a good friend. Yeah, and now he's coaching down in in is he in Arizona coaching or where's he at now? He he's got a job kind of caretaking. Uh, or last time I talked to him. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. And it's like for me, staying in touch with some of those guys I went to college with and roommates, you know, it's I still try to. And I mean, I'm sure you guys do, too. But uh, just to be able to go back to those days of in the practice pin in college, because that's honestly where I learned to really spread my wings and kind of get away from the norm of the high school life, you know, the high school rodeo life. And talking to those guys, it just takes me right back to it. Similar for you guys. It it really is. It's it's fun to kind of reminisce. It seems like they remember all the stories way better than I do. Yeah, I agree with that. Yes. <laughs> it depends on how many kids you have, and what you were doing is how good you remember the stories. <laughs> they probably remember the ones you wish they wouldn't remember, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And they bring them up at the most opportune times. It seems like <laughs> <Yeah>. too, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> So moving on past college, um, and again, I, I learned a lot about you guys through the podcast, <laughs> um, you know, get, getting the start and kind of getting out there and, and having to take some lumps because we all know in the rough stock business, if you come out there and it's not a, a known name, you might be a few points less. And I mean, let's be honest, that's the way it is. You know, I, I don't care what judge I piss off or who I upset. And, I mean, I know you guys feel the same way. But if, if you are just somebody getting started, they're going to make you earn those extra points. And sometimes you don't know how. You can't do any more to earn those extra points. So that first couple years of rodeo was pretty tough. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, it, it really was the, you know, the, you know, just like you say, you go and hope to impress somebody. <laughs> well, and that's the hard part with these, ju- I, I make fun of Rocky Stiegel a lot. Um, he's a pro judge. If anybody sees him, he's about that tall and he, <laughs> that's how he laughs. He's pretty funny. Am I pretty right about the laugh though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's... <laughs> Rodeo trivia question. The question is, what is turning out? To hear the answer, you're going to have to stay tuned. Keep watching the show because I will answer it a little bit later. 
Uh, you know, I make fun of him a lot. But, I mean, I, in talking to, like, Richie Champion, being first out at the national finals, that's kind of a tough spot to be in because that's kind of your baseline. You could make a really good ride. I mean, again, in the Bronc ride, and it's the same. And you might be 86 and an 89 wins. You might not win much where your ride was pretty close to that one that won first. Right. I, you know, I think it, being first can be really good or it can be, you know, you set the pace or it can be, like you say, you can be forgot about. Yeah, and that scene with 15 guys, you know, it's hard for them to remember, you know, that 15th ride when the last guy goes. So, I mean, it seems like it always – it, not always, but it pays off maybe to be there towards the middle or towards the end where you make a good ride and they kind of remember you a little bit more. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- I should judge the rough stock then, right? <laughs> if, if we were doing that last night, actually. Uh, Harry Rose was, was out there, and, you know, we do the old feedlot hand signals, seven and all that, and I was really wrong on a lot of them. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't be the judge. So was I. <laughs> <laughs> but it... Your guys' mind, you were probably way closer than I was. <laughs> I, I just, I've just been telling them, I says, you know, because we've talked, honestly, that's been one of the talk when we've been driving over to Thomas and Mac. I says, well, just ride 10 points better than everybody. You don't have to worry about it. Well, and, and you didn't really get the blue shirt points either. <laughs> I mean, it, why didn't you wear a blue shirt early on and then you would have got those extra points? And that's something else, that I, you know, that's joked about. To me, it's funny, but on social media, everybody goes, well, they got the blue short points. I said, no, they just kicked your <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of what it boils down to. If there to. was really blue shirt points, everybody, everybody would wear a blue shirt. Yes. <laughs> they were smart, yeah. If they were smart, yeah. I agree 100%. And, but one thing you guys have taught is, is those boys and your family how to deal with that. Because it could, you know, especially now, we didn't have to worry about Facebook and Instagram and all that BS on social media. We just went and did our job and... If somebody disagreed with it, you didn't really hear about it. But now, you got those armchair quarterbacks and them judges that really like to express how they feel on social media. And, and again, knowing um, as a mother, you probably get to hear and see about it quite a bit. Well, one comment that I've seen since Stetson decided to not finish out the NFR is, I can't believe he didn't think of his fantasy people. that <laughs> Like... Really, like who who really worries about that and if the contestants are i mean i guess that's nice of them but you, you know i laugh at that because that ha- that actually happened to me when i was when you know they started the fantasy when kind of we were still going and somebody come up and said you know i wish you'd do a little bit better i'm like yeah you know i wish i would too and, I, and he's like well you're really hurting my fantasy team i'm like I will work on that for you tonight. Let me get the start and throw him down as fast as I can so I can help out your fantasy team. But, no, you're exactly right. It, it's amazing the mindset of people. And uh, even, even, you know, with the tragedy that happened at the UNLV campus with the shooting, and so many people were pissed off because, you know, they, they postponed or canceled that first perf. I'm like, well, let's think about the big picture here. There were some people that lost their lives. It's still an open investigation. I would rather... It, Cancel that. Make sure it's safe for the contestants, for the spectators. Sorry you lost your you know, $110 ticket. Somebody lost their life. But yet they want to b- and complain about that. And it, it's just mind-boggling the thought process of, of how some people go about their, their thinking. Right. And, and back to that fantasy deal. You know, he, 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 I felt like he addressed that right at the start when he said he wasn't going. He says, I... I did everything I could. I, 
I went to rehab. Um, you know, he ate right, exercised, yeah. rehabbed it. You know, he, he didn't come here to turn out. I no. assure you that. He came here to win. And um, there was no... no he, he was not planning on turning out when he got here. Well, no, and never was that an intention. Why would you want to come in here? Because the only person that's going to hurt and embarrass is yourself if, if you don't think, I'm, I'm just showing up to get my back number so I can be. That's just absolute craziness for people to think that was the only reason he did it. You know, I've came here, knock on wood, not injured like that, but sore and hurt, and you always try to put yourself in the situation of winning. And that's what he tried to do. And like I said, I give him a ton of credit for for making that decision um, and not not worrying about the fantasy teams and all the BS on the outside of that. You know that, like I said, you guys have done an amazing job with with your family. And I actually got to see Lily the other day, and well, she's a firecracker too. Like you might might have your hands full more so with her than than the boys, huh? You have no idea. I think for the last month since Stetson's been rehabbing and getting ready, he his house flooded like the day before the injury happened. So he's been staying with us since he got home, and he just wants her to tell him that he loves that she loves him face to face, and she refuses. But actually, he told me last night that she did. She did oh. tell him, and it, and it absolutely broke his heart. <laughs> now, now he doesn't want her to yeah. take it back. Take it back. No, no. Yeah, she's a firecracker. Yeah, she she sure seems like it. And I know our oldest, Cade, and her about the same age. And then, uh, you know, raising rodeo kids, it's um, it's a challenge, right, in, in a way, because trying to, and obviously they want to follow in your footsteps and try to be the best they can be. And, like, for for ours, um, same way, we never forced them to do anything. And, I th- in fact, when I thought I retired last year, it's like, oh, we'll take a break from steer wrestling for a while. And then here comes Cade, like, he's been shoot dog, and I want to jump steers. I'm like, oh, I thought I retired. So I had to go by. We went and bought a bulldog and horse, and, and we're getting an arena built. But it was something that I always told him, and Lindsay did too, don't do it because I did it or we did it. Do it because you want to do it and you love it. And, and don't try to compare yourself ever to what I have done. You know, be your own person, and I'm. You guys have probably had that same conversation so many times. For sure, it, it. I feel like we have it still all the time. Right. Like, if if you're done, it's fine, and you're you know, gold buckles don't define you at all. So. Yeah, yeah, and you know, as far as I'm concerned, the. Or my boys, my, or I don't feel like they're living in my shadow. I almost feel like I'm in their shadow at this point, you know. Uh, I'm, they've surpassed anything that I've ever done, uh, all of them, as far as I'm concerned. And, and I think they ride better than me, and, and I'm, I, I truly believe that they do. I think they all, every single one of them rides better than I ever did. And uh, I can probably start taking some advice from them. <laughs> If I wanted to get back at it, <laughs> Do you, wait, wait. If is is, wait, is is there is there something coming out here? Are we gonna? <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I didn't mean if. <laughs> so we're not. That's a definite. A hard no. Hard, hard. No. <laughs> and if it comes from that seat, it's a definite hard no. Right. When uh, Cade was talking about, you know, he's starting to steer wrestle and really loving it. We're talking about him rodeoing, and I'm like, gosh, you're 15 and. Three years, you could be like headed down the road. And so I told Luke, 
he has got to rodeo with him. I'm like, you, you gotta go. You don't have to enter. I don't know what you do. You be the driver or something, but I'm cannot send him out there alone. Looks like, oh, I don't think I can do it. I'm like, you gotta take one for the team. You go out there with him. I suggest, actually, I don't know if I suggested this, but we can get an ambulance and a trailer and you can go, you know, we'll convert it. And we'll get you going and Cade, and then you guys can go, and I'll sit at home and take care of the other two boys. I'm sure Cade <laughs> can't wait to rodeo with his mom. You know, my boys did buy an old ambulance and convert it and rodeo in it. And they pulled up to, I think, Spanish Fork, and the ambulance pulled in, and they was moving to let the boys in. They thought it was the actual ambulance. <laughs> that is a good story right there. So, yeah, you want to do that? We'll I know some people that have barrel horses. I think Haley would sell me sister. <laughs> Um, pretty reasonable price, too. Or maybe brother. I don't know. You don't think so? Um, probably not. Um, but talking about, like, us watching our husbands and then watching our kids, and you've done a lot more of that than I have, but, like, even just watching Luke steer wrestle, I was never worried about him getting hurt. I never thought about steer wrestling being dangerous. And the first time my kid goes to jump off a horse, I'm like... Should you put a helmet on? Like, oh, every, all of a sudden, everything looks sharp and dangerous. And I'm like, there's horns. You shouldn't be doing that. Why are you guys going so fast? It's just you see everything in a completely different light. I mean, I get more nervous to watch Cade than I ever did Luke. Yeah, and that's how it was for me, too, and, and still is. Like, or even not just their riding when people are mean. Yes. Like, they can be, I can handle it with Cody if people say things. But when it comes to my kids, uh-uh. yeah, it's, it's like tenfold. Another hard worse. note. Yeah. Another hard note. <laughs> Another hard note. All right, enough about the kids. Let's talk about us, Cody, you know, our <laughs> glory days. And, uh, you know, your first championship, and it was from you, you beat somebody that you idolized, Billy Etbauer, you know, getting that first gold buckle and going in that 10th round and just the feeling that was to say, hey, I've, I beat this old guy's butt that's been kicking mine for so many years. Definitely, I was blessed that he was old. So. <laughs> I, I just, uh, the endurance kicked in, I think. I don't know if I ever outrode him, but he. <laughs> he was so, I mean, he was so fun to watch. And it, you want to talk about a guy that looked like, you didn't know whether he was going to get bucked off every jump, but he was going at him, you know, every jump, one after another. And that, obviously, that's why he was so successful. But Talk about the crew you guys were in, and, and um, Justin Arnold's wife posted a picture on Facebook. I'm sure you guys seen, and just just so everybody knows, Justin Arnold and I, Justin Arnold and FR Bronc Rider, we won the state team roping in California high school rodeo. I think our was our senior year it was our senior year, and we beat some guys that had actually qualified to the national finals a couple years later. One of my team roping claim to fames, but that group of guys you were in, I think, it was you, Justin, Anthony Bello. Um, was Brad, I don't know if Bradley Harder was in there, uh, but I mean that that was a pretty salty group of guys that you were you were riding with. There, there really was Ira Sagowski, yeah. Rusty Allen, um, Scott Johnston, Dan Mortensen was still there. I, I can't remember if Dan and them was there. The, I don't think they rode when I won the world when I was in the race with Billy. Um, but there really was some amazing, and the, I don't know, there has been every single year, I think. No, and I agree with you. I think that carries on year to year, more so in the bronc riding, that the class, whether it's some old guys are out, new guys come in, those new guys that come in, they're, they're just as salty as the guys that went out. And I think we're really seeing it this year 
with some of these young kids, and it's so impressive. And I know you guys have Statler just barely missed it. He's one of those salty kids that are that are going to be stepping up, and I know we'll see him here next year. And um, it, it's such a it's such an awesome event to watch, and knowing you guys played such a huge role in in making it that way with your family legacy that you that you've started. Well, thank you. I mean, that honestly, that it's. From, from the time you started, it's, it's kind of been the right show, and um, really everybody should credit you to that. And I know, I know it's one of those humbling things, and you don't want to say a lot about it, but I, you got to feel good that you kind of started that for them. Oh, it, was, I, it just kind of came naturally, I guess, but it, it was, it's been a, you know, a dream come true to rodeo with my brothers and, uh, you know, just... The way they push you, the advice right. you can get, the joking you can get, the the you know brutally honest, you know that you you need to step it up. Uh, it's it's not the judge, it's not this, it's not that. You, know, it's uh, they can just be brutally honest and and I I don't think that, I've never had one of them. They've said some uh, brutally honest things <laughs> to me, and you know I I still love them probably more than I ever. Did and you know they pushed me as much as I pushed them to be who I am and and to accomplish the things that I've accomplished and I'm sure they've had a hand in uh, pushing my boys and to to the level that they're at you know they they set this, some standards also um, but they've been I think I have an amazing family well if I and can, yeah, you dang sure do. And not only that, you got to rodeo with your boys and your brothers and make the national finals. Was that in 2015 where there were five of you guys? Um, you know, five of you guys that, that got to make it, that made it together, I mean? Um, yes, 2016. 16. Yeah. I mean, how, how cool is that to have be there with your brothers and then also there with two of your boys? It was... I loved it. It always took the pressure off me. Just, you know, just like bringing Sheree and Lindsay on here. I, yeah. I love it. That, you know, that's two, two times questions I don't have to answer. And plus, they do a way better job answering them than I could. Well, and I knew when I mentioned that and you coming on, we'll bring your wife on and I'll bring mine. And you're like, okay, yeah, I could do that for sure. <laughs> so you girls are welcome. <laughs> um, as a mother with your husband and your sons in the same arena and say Cody goes out there's an 80s I don't know and I'm just throwing points out there 89 and then the boys are coming on me like mm, they need to, I want them to win right right well I always said I want my boys to win but Cody pays my bills there you go so <laughs> but Stetson did buy you my jeep yes he did and <laughs> I love it <laughs> brownie points right yes. there now now my boys are always saying like we can't compete with that i'm like yeah you better step up your game right. so who's your favorite oh <laughs> <laughs> who's your favorite my favorite child yes i don't have a favorite I yes can't. you do no i don't um <laughs> you're her favorite child I, <laughs> no definitely not him. it's between the other three for sure um but one of the things i think everybody loves so much about your family that we can all see is the way that they cheer each other on. We've all seen those pictures of them and that's, you know, that happens all the time and that is so special and it's so sincere and genuine and 
I can't drive to town without my kids trying to kill each other in the backseat. <laughs> and you've got these boys that are, like, cheering each other on, so proud of one another, you know. I think that's And then so- they get in the truck and do the same thing that yours do. <laughs> Thank God. Yes. Okay, so it's just not ours. No. No, mine definitely still. Actually, I think it might be worse the older they get. <laughs> oh, true, yeah. That camper, that Capri camper probably yeah. has some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some windows kicked out, some holes kicked in the, yeah. the wood there. Um, all right, Cody, let's go to your second world championship. Sorry, we're jumping around because that's what we do on the show. Lindsay's very prepared, and I know you noticed that she had little cards, and she would go down, and she's like, how do you prepare? I'm like, we just talk. Show up, yeah. I have great guests that, that talk for me. But uh, Wade Sundell was your the guy you were kind of neck and neck with that year, and that was in... Trying to can't what is that? Um, 2010. 10, that's right. Yeah. Um, and Wade, another great competitor, um, the ranked guy that goes at him every time. For sure, you know, and that you know that year, I don't know, my second world title just made the first one feel so much better. And that year, you know, like you said, Wade was riding as good as anybody, and it just it it just felt really good to that year for some reason to win that one felt it felt like I won two in one year right. when I won my second world title and, and how cool was it I know for me um after I'd throw a steer down in the 10th round and and I mean in the back of your mind I never did look at any of the numbers the how much I had won how much I needed to win how fast I needed to win or how fast I needed to be I just went and seen what steer I had drawn and go get the start and throw him down. I, if I looked at that stuff, my, my mind would just explode. Um, and I'm, I'd imagine similar to you, we just go do our jobs and when, wherever we fall, we fall. But for me, it was neat after the 10th round to get done. And, and really, no matter whether I won it or not, looking up in the stands and seeing my family up there cheering me on. Right. That, that just makes it all worthwhile to, you know, to have that support group and, um, to, you know, <laughs> to know that they're happier for you than you are, yeah. honestly. And doing those victory laps and the go-around or the average, you know, I, everything was a blur except I always knew where my family was sitting. And when when I seen that, I, that was the only thing that was not a blur. I could just see their face, every one of them, when I went by. And, you know, that feeling is, is it, it, there's nothing that will ever take that away. And, you know, sometimes I think about, the successes I've had in that arena and think about some of the runs, but seeing their faces as I was riding the horse around is something that always comes to my mind first. Yeah. And, and you can just feel how proud they are of you and them boys tagging along behind you. And yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. And I know like our boys, which obviously you guys are, yours are all grown now and got to hang out with some of the greatest in the business. But um, every night after the perf, We'd always go to the bar right behind the buck and shoes up top in the, um, what do we call that? What do we call that? Yeah, the bulldog bar. That's what we call it because that's where all the bulldoggers and families would hang out. And I can remember having Cade when we were this big and uh, Eve Jamison, now Bear, he'll go around and kick people in the shins. But Cade has a relationship with the majority of these guys that I competed with or some of their family members. And in fact, we were talking about bringing them back out. I hope they're not watching this. Was that a surprise? They don't. Uh, anyway, 
But um, he, like that stuff, he looks forward to going and hanging out with the guys and, and knowing that he could be part of that group. I think is pretty special. I, I think it is, and you know, and I tried to drag him everywhere I went, you know, and and they were, you know, not the politest kids ever. <laughs> but but uh, you know, I I tried to take him with me and let him, you know, rub shoulders and hopefully to you know, feel more comfortable up here doing things like this because, you know, I'm not the, um, my breath gets short. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I, I was telling Sri the other day, it's pretty sad, but there might have been some time that I thought, oh, I could just take a second so I don't have to do an interview. <laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, I, if I did that, well, Bear's actually getting into interviews now. Um, last year, he got to do some interviews, and he was pretty excited. In fact, he was kind of bummed he didn't get to come out to do to any interviews. But not only him, some of the people are like, is Bear coming out? Is he going to take your job away? I said, hopefully one of these days he'll he'll get to do that. And, you know, having a mother like, like Lindsay and really trying to help motivate him and push them to whatever they want to do, she's really good at that. No, you could put it up there and say thanks. That way everybody hears you say thanks to me. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> she does. I follow you guys on Instagram. I, I, I love to watch them all the, from the football. Jameson oh, yeah. seems like my rider. He seems like the yes. silent, deadly. <laughs> but, yeah, it's super fun to watch you guys do what you do. Well, they're all so different, right? I mean, all, I mean, obviously all your boys are riding Bronx, but they're all so different in their personalities. You can think how... How can they be so different when they come from the same two people? At least I think they do, right? Well, I know when we were... (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, Well, I know when we, this summer, when we were at the Hall of Fame thing, and uh, that morning at the breakfast, and Bear was just, had gone like completely feral, and was in his sport coat rolling down the hill, and... I was at my wits end with him because he couldn't be controlled. And you just looking over and being like, oh, he's just like Stetson. That's exactly how it was. And it gave me a little hope. I thought, okay, I know that he's turned out great, so maybe I can just let him be wild. But you're right, they all are so different. Cody, some of the Bronx we see now um, compared to when you were going, do you see, like, I know in the steers I, I say this you know, they've changed, everything's kind of changed, but are the Bronx pretty much the same as back when you're riding, or kind of they get a little more level, equal across the board, they do a good job picking the pins, or, I mean, is, is that aspect changed compared to when you were getting on? I think it's changed. I think they're getting more even. I think they're they're better. I, th- I think the guys are riding better. Um, I, I think the, the whole sport is getting better, but but I do think the pins are getting more even. The guys, um, I think the top ends ranker and the bottom ends better. Right. The, the whole deal is better. I, you know, my hat's off to the stock contractors and their born to buck program. Yeah. They they're doing a phenomenal job, and and I feel like the cowboys are you know rising to the occasion. It, and 
riding better. Of course, the saddles are getting better. And, I, and I'm not trying to take anything away from, you know, Clint Johnson, Brad Jermison, right. or, you know, Sean Davis. If they was riding those horses day in, day out in those saddles and the equipment that they have, um, it, um, they'd do just as good, if you know, if not better than than what they do now. And I feel like the sport is headed exactly where I, I would love to see it right. going if it, um, if I could continue to uh, compete. Right. Well, and you bring that up, getting better, and everything about the sport is getting better. The money's getting better. These athletes are having a chance to win more money. And we see that with Stetson with what he's won just in the all-around alone. And now he's dinging them pretty good in both events. But, you know, to see that type of money and, and these Cowboys being able to make a living – from the committees, adding more, you know, having good events like, you know, Sioux Falls and uh, Puyallup and, and those events. Even the winter rodeos where Houston's paying 50. Uh, if you win Fort Worth, you you know, you get a pretty good chunk. San Antonio. Uh, I, I was actually thinking, man, if I was to rodeo again, I don't know how easy it would be to win 100000 to make the finals. Because back when I started, you 45000 made it. And I think the last year I made them was, I want to say sixty nine or 70000 was bottom hole. So... These guys are having more opportunity, but I do obviously thank, you know, the Cowboy Channel for getting it televised and letting everybody get a little piece of rodeo at home if they want to. The, the apps that we have now and really social media is as bad as it can be, but it's really helped grown and enhance our sport to maybe the non-traditional rodeo fans. And obviously we could do the Yellowstone, you know, effect where everybody wants to be a cowboy now too. So I think the, the sport is heading in the right direction. We just need to keep it going that way. And for me doing clinics, um, try to get more steer wrestlers and you guys doing your clinics for the bronc riders. I think that's huge to, to just keep the sport going in the right direction. I think you're exactly right. You know, and the committees hats off to them for, you know, they go out and get this money to, to, uh, put on these great events and you know and, and the hospitality of them is is second to none they're feeding them they're you give them a place to plug in an rv and um you know the committees are and and like you said you know the cowboy channel i do think is a huge huge thing to um for sponsorship opportunities you know to feel like they're getting their their money's yeah. worth and and they and they do yeah, I'm talking about that exactly. If now a cowboy has a sponsor and the sponsor could see it on the shirt where without an opportunity like that to be on TV, the sponsor's like, well, what do I get out of this? Because when you're in the shoot and the person in the stands is so far away, they don't know whether, you know, they don't have an idea what your shirt says. So now getting up close and personal, getting um, interviews and being able to speak into the camera and talk about that where the sponsors could see that and, and hear, hear how the cowboys communicate to the you know the the world out there and, and help selling their product i think is has been amazing and like i said it just hopefully getting bigger and better for the sport of rodeo and um your kids are right where right where they need to be i'm a little jealous in fact knowing that these guys can win so much more money than when we, when we were going right that that's uh, man it's awesome i i'd love to see it it's <laughs> Well, guys, I really appreciate you coming on. I know uh, you guys have a busy schedule with the, everybody, you know, doing what they do. So, and these beautiful ladies coming on, making it a lot easier for us, huh, Cody? For sure. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you all for watching the Luke Branquino Show. And again, 
Like and subscribe on my YouTube page because if you do that, I make money. I'm going to keep selling that until we're done with this. But uh, join us every day live, 1030 to 1130 here at the Convention Center and on the Cowboy Channel Plus app. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. Rodeo trivia question. The question is, what is turning out? A lot of times, not a lot of times, but there are times where you get up at the same rodeo at the same time, and obviously you can't be in two places at one time, so you have to pick a rodeo to turn out. Um, that's exactly what it, what it sounds like. You turn out that rodeo and you do not compete. You go to another rodeo. Um, there's also a terminology called doctor's release, so if you get injured or hurt, you can doctor's release from that rodeo, and usually you have to do a three-day, a 10-day, or a 30-day, and you get a couple of each um, for, for all of that. So that is what um, turnout means. You just don't compete.